What's up, Podcast Nation? This is Drew, a.k.a. Aren't You Funny, for those of you that are here with me live on Twitch. Um, this podcast will be centered around mental health, what I, what I would call mental health hacks. Um, but essentially, it's the, the main aim of the podcast is to um, improve your life in some form or fashion and... I'm, I'm calling it peace of mind because that's my hope is that you all will find some modicum of peace of mind. And on top of that, um, I'm giving you a peace of my mind as far as how things are concerned for mental health. So <clears throat> just to kind of give you an idea of me and my background and what even brought this podcast to be. Um, so I am touching on 30 and <laughs> I'm getting super close and, um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts by a lot of different people, um, including Broman and Gary V and Tim Ferriss and others. And, uh, one of the things that they talk a, a lot about is legacy and about, um, being very intentional about what you do with your life and what basically like what you provide to the world. And it really made me look long and hard about what I hope to accomplish with my life, what I hope to <clears throat> provide as value and, and what I hope to do as far as, you know, when I'm gone, what will be said or um, how will people view me or um, will I feel satisfied with the things that I've done in my life. So I, um, a little bit about me, I am a therapist, a mental health therapist by day and a gamer by night, <laughs> along with a uh, father of a lovely seven month old and a uh, husband to my lovely wife. And, um, and so with me being a mental health therapist by day, I um, essentially have a pretty decent amount of experience working with people that have some pretty significant um, mental health difficulties. And I've worked with a variety of um, mental health difficulties, including um, depression, anxiety, ADHD, um, all of those different uh, varieties of difficulties. And so with that, I think it makes me a little bit more uniquely qualified than just some random Joe on the street to say, okay, well, this is what you need to do with your life. And uh, these are the different things that are going to make your life so much better and so on. So my hope with this is that you will find at least one small thing that you can get out of it where you're like, okay, this is something that, that is drastically going to improve my quality of life in some form or fashion. And, <clears throat> and so, um, that's kind of what spawned this podcast is my, my sincere hope and desire to find some way to help you improve your quality of life, whatever it may be. So, um, that's kind of the idea behind this. The format for this podcast should be uh, some episodes with just me talking, which will be today because we'll just be kind of covering basics today and expectations and so on. Um, so 
yeah, so essentially, sorry, so I'm streaming this live currently on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash aren't you funny, which is A-R-E-N-T-U-F-U-N-N-Y. Um, and I, so I, I have people in here chatting with me while, uh, while I'm doing this. So sometimes I may stop and kind of get distracted and, uh, <laughs> and end up having some random awkward pauses because I am reading what they're saying. So I apologize in advance for that. And also, this is my first time ever doing a podcast. So I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous because I'm really excited about this. And I've been wanting to do it for a really long time um, just because I've, I've seen other podcasts that are similar but not quite the same. And I just think it's a fantastic contribution. So with all of that being said, um, format for the podcast so what I'm going to do is hopefully have some episodes where it's just me and where I am going to be talking about various experiences I've had or I'll be talking about um, various things that I've experienced or seen or um, observations that I've had that I think would be useful for you all. And uh, yeah, essentially just kind of whatever I can do or whatever I think is relevant to try and improve your all's lives um, and, and whatever way I can make that happen. Um, other things that I may do are have guests on where either they will talk about their specific experiences and things that they've found that help them deal with difficulties they've had. So, <clears throat> for example, I've already had somebody come on um, my stream earlier when I was talking about doing this and say that they've had significant experience with depression and dealing with depression. So we would definitely have an episode where we cover depression and how um, they specifically deal with their depression. And then also things that I've noticed about depression and things that I, I know I've done specifically and things that other people have done specifically to uh, kind of combat depression and um ways that they've found to get around that. And then I know that there are other people that have talked about an interest in anxiety because anxiety seems to be a really big factor in, in a lot of people's lives right now. So, um, you know, we would definitely cover as much as we could about depression and about what we could do to, uh, or I'm sorry, anxiety and about what we could do to deal with stress and anxiety in whatever form or fashion you may experience it. So <clears throat> that would be another thing that we would definitely cover at some point in the podcast. So essentially that's the aim of this. And that's what you can expect from me and my end of things is that, um, I will be trying to cover those topics to the best of my ability and, uh, doing whatever I can to provide some value to you. So, um, one of the um, I, I think another thing that I didn't mention before is that I've also like, I've, I've had my own experiences with mental health difficulties. Um, I've, <laughs> I, I have, uh, I don't have anything that I think has qualified me for like a clinical diagnosis per se, but I've definitely had my own struggles from anything to, uh, struggling to focus to experiencing significant anxiety and panic attacks, um, to, um, I, I eventually hit a couple of points in my life where I'd truly considered killing myself and, um, I had started to make preparations to do so. So 
but I made it through. And, you know, those are all things that I'm more than happy to talk about with you all at some point. Um, obviously, we don't want to necessarily get into that today. Um, I think that'd be pretty heavy stuff to start out with. Um, however, I do, um, I do think that that's a very important and valuable thing uh, that doesn't get acknowledged as much as it should. And, um, and so those are definitely be topics that we discuss at some, in some form or fashion at some point, um, in this, in the life of this podcast, assuming that you all are even interested in consuming such a thing. So, uh, with all of that being said, one of the things that I will say at the beginning of every stream or at the beginning of every podcast, sorry, I'm used to saying stream. Um, one of the things that I will say at the beginning of every podcast just because I think it's an important reminder is that though I am a therapist uh, throughout the day, I am not a therapist currently, and this is not to replace any current work that you're doing with a therapist or some um, professional of some form or fashion. Um, this is purely something that is intended to provide some perspective and possibly hope for you um, that things can be different. And so with that being said, um, should anyone contact me with, uh, you know, uh, desire for me to, uh, become their therapist or anything along those lines, I will have to politely decline, um, because that's not the intended purpose of this podcast. It is merely to supplement and hopefully improve, um, things that you already have going in your life and trying to help you, uh, <clears throat> trying to give you some food for thought and some things that you might not have previously considered that could potentially drastically improve your quality of life. So, um, if it, you know, if at any point you are truly considering ending your life and, and you feel like you've just hit rock bottom and, uh, there's just absolutely no, there's, there's nothing that can be done to help it. Uh, that you can think of, then please like feel free to reach out to somebody, uh, whether it be a, a, a very trusted support person in your life or whether it's um, there's the National Suicide Hotline. I've heard mixed reviews about that. Um, but there's also if you were to search your city and state and then include crisis um with that Google search, then you should be able to find local resources for yourself where you'll be able to uh, get in contact with some form of mental health professional that's trained and that uh, will be able to talk things through with you because it does not mean, <clears throat> I think it's an assumption that a lot of people have, it's not meaning that you're immediately going to go to a hospital and you have to give up your life and um, you have to go put everything on hold all of a sudden. It doesn't necessarily mean that. It just means that somebody will be talking through things with you um, where you have the opportunity to voice um, these horrible things that are going on in your life and what makes your life so challenging at that current venture and um, talking about potential options from there. So I, I have personal experience with this. I've done this several times throughout my career. Um, I've worked in mental health fields for six years now. So, um, you know, I've, I've had my fair share of, of crises where I've assisted people in um, getting hooked up with the resources that they needed at the time. Um, some people did go off to a hospital and some people felt like that was the best move for them at that current juncture. 
Um, some people did not. And some people didn't have to worry about that at all. So point being, it's different for everybody. And uh, just because something happened for somebody doesn't mean it's going to happen for you. So um, definitely something to keep in mind. Um, so now that the disclaimer has been put out there, um, I'm trying to look and see. Okay. So essentially today, my aim and hope was that we would start with some kind of basic building blocks um, and not basic in the sense that it's simple, but basic in the sense that it's like essential um, and, and things to kind of understand before we get into any more specific uh, uh, subject matter. So um, some things that I wanted to kind of put out there that I think may be common sense to some, but for others it is most definitely not. And, um, and, and it may be a, a refresher for you. It may be something where you're like, okay, well, yeah, I may have heard that before, but I'd, I'd lost sight of that or, um, this stuff was going on and I hadn't really considered that in a really long time. So now I am, um, so with that being said, <clears throat> sorry, I'm also playing a game currently, so sometimes that's a little distracting. I'm probably about to lose. That's okay. So um, I think one of the things that's really important to start with initially is the fact that everybody is different. And I know that that's something that's probably said a million times a day, but I think it's also something that uh, makes mental health field so challenging and so rewarding is that everybody is different. So what may work for some people may not necessarily work for everyone. And, and it may only work for that specific person and that's perfectly fine and acceptable. So um, some of the suggestions or some of the things that you may hear on this podcast may not apply to you at all. And it may be, um, I wouldn't say harmful because I seriously doubt that, but it may be something where you get frustrated because you're like, well, that worked for this person. Why isn't it working for me? Well, you know, everybody has different life experiences. Everybody has different life goals, different values, different dreams. And so something that I suggest for somebody or something that we talk about that is like, okay, well, yes, this worked for the general population. Why isn't it working for me? Well, you know, everybody has different life experiences and everybody has different perspectives that then create difficulties to have uh, very significant um, changes available to them that others may have. So that's something to keep in mind with all of this is that everybody is unique and different and your circumstances are different and that's what makes us human. Um, that is what makes us uh, such beautiful and sometimes horrifying creatures. So. Um, that's definitely something to consider with every single episode of this is that, um, some of this may work for you. Some of it may absolutely fall flat on its face. And that doesn't mean that there's nothing that will work for you. It just meant that that thing didn't. Um, and that's okay. So I think another thing to consider is, is being genuine with yourself. So this is something that sounds really easy. It's like, Oh, of course I'm genuine with myself. I'm me like who else. But sometimes that's a lot harder said than done. 
Um, a lot of the times we say what we think other people want to hear. Um, and that's fine because that's a functional thing. That's something that works for us. And that's something that, that helps us cope with our daily lives. But ultimately, um, if you're doing that to yourself, then you end up doing yourself a disservice because, um, then sometimes you buy into that and that's not your reality. And then you find yourself questioning like, well, why isn't this working for me? Why, um, why is it that I'm having so much trouble with this? You know, this is what I believe or say. And then you, you really look at things and you realize that that doesn't actually click with you after all. And that's not what you really believe or think. Um, you see this happen and, and this is a really trivial example. Well, not trivial, but um, in the grand scheme of things, this may not be the biggest uh, life change possible, but um, something like starting a new diet or starting a new gym regimen or um, something along those lines, it's, it's something where it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, of course I want to get healthy or of course I want to do this or of course I'd, um, I'm going to do what I need to do or um, of course I'm going to start this new really intensive thing because I want to get jacked and I want to get ripped and, and I want to do all of these things. And, and while that may be the case, it may be that uh, going to a gym or um, starting a new diet or whatever just doesn't fit with your current life situation or values, but you want everybody else to believe that. So then you say it and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to buy into this. So essentially what I really want to challenge you to do and, and to consider with this is that you be truly honest with yourself when you're listening to this and considering these things, because um, it's, it's something that's, um, that's going to be vital for you to get true and legitimate answers for yourself. And, um, and sometimes that's really hard. Um, in fact, most of the time it's really hard. Uh, sometimes we don't want to admit these, these ugly things about ourselves that we don't like, or that we don't care about. And I'm guilty of this just as much as anybody else. All of my friends that I talk to have very similar experiences. So you're not alone in that. You're not alone in, in, um, in having difficulties acknowledging things about yourself or, um, or whatever. But ultimately, for the purposes of this, if you're willing to move past that a little bit and really look at who you are, what you value, and what really matters to you, it'll make this a lot more meaningful for you. Because then it's, it's true change, it's true um, value, it's true everything for you because it's what you really believe, not what you think everybody else needs to believe or what you want everybody else to see about you. Um, so, and I think that, that, that my hope with this is that it will encourage you to do some hardcore introspection and to really look at, you know, what do I want out of my life? What do I want, um, what kind of experiences do I want to be able to share with other people? What kind of experiences do I want to have for myself? Because essentially, though it is very valuable and important and helpful to have other people in our lives, we're walking our journey alone. Um, because, and this is something that's really true for me as a therapist, which is simultaneously nice and frustrating is that when I'm working with somebody as a therapist, I'm in their life 
for an hour or two hours or whatever. And typically it's not more than once a week. And if you look at an hour a week and the snapshot of the rest of the week, it's nothing. Um, so I get a very small snapshot of somebody's life in that hour. So, you know, <laughs> it's, it's really hard sometimes because then, because you only had that snapshot, you had that information to work with and it makes things really challenging. So with that being said, if you say, okay, well, I'm, I'm really going to look at my whole self and I'm going to look at, uh, every part of me <clears throat> and acknowledge that and, and allow myself to be genuine and real and raw, then, then a lot of these changes can happen. Um, so that also means being intentional about your thoughts, your language, and your actions. Because I think a lot of the times we have a lot of these subconscious things that we say or do that, that in, in, in definition, we don't truly consider or uh, bring to the forefront of our minds. And so then a lot of the times it'll end up where we're like, okay, well, I don't know why people are reacting to me this way, or I don't know why I keep getting these results, or I don't know why I keep finding myself back in this place. And, and I think that sometimes that creates a lot of distress for us because then we're like, okay, well, this seems like it's completely out of my control and I have no idea why this is happening to me. And, and I'm a victim to this specific thing that's going on in my life. When really, if you look at it and you look at your end of things, you find that, in fact, you do have some control over it and, and things aren't, um, aren't the way that they seem. And, and so that, that comes back to the original point that I was making in that we walk this journey alone in the sense that we are the only ones that experience every second of our lives by ourselves. And we're, we're the only ones that have the, uh, have to deal with the consequences of our actions and of our desires and of our, um, choices. And so with that, we can have people walk the journey with us, which again, you know, as a therapist, I'm blessed with the opportunity to do that and to see people's life journeys, even if it is just a small snapshot of their life. But, but with that, um, I think one of the things to really consider is, is again, going back to what are my values and what are my goals? What do I want out of my life and, and what expectations or, um, desires or whatever is being given to me by other people? Because sometimes those two things clash and, and we're not aware of that. And then it turns into a situation where we find ourselves crushed underneath the weight of these expectations or of these life circumstances that um, seem inescapable. And, and then it ends up becoming this horrible thing in our lives because we're like, God, I'm so freaking miserable. Like, how can I not get away from this? What is going on? Why do I feel this way all the time? And if we look at it, not all the time, but 
but I think often enough to warrant looking at it further is all right. Good night, Sam. Thanks for stopping by, man. Um, so I think one of the things that, that then comes to that is, is this, okay, well, I, I'm looking at this and I'm seeing that, okay, you know, this is so crushing because it doesn't matter to me. Um, and, and one of the most common examples that I get from this is school um, for, for teenagers. So school becomes this thing that's crushing and heartbreaking because ultimately it doesn't really matter to them. What they want is jobs and they want to get out on their own. They want the opportunity to go um, live their lives, become more independent and, and do all of those things. And so then um, school is a value that's placed upon them by society and by their parents or by their caregivers, you know, whatever the case may be it's not a value that really matters to them at that time. So then it creates a lot of distress, excuse me, because it doesn't matter to them at the time, but they're being told that it should matter to them. And it creates a lot of that conflict of like, okay, well, this is supposed to matter to me and I'm not doing, I'm not performing at the expected standard. So now this is becoming a distressing experience. So again, that's just a, a brief example, and I don't want to get too much into that because we could turn a whole episode into expectations and values, and we actually may do that. Um, but I think that's one thing to consider. So I think another thing to consider is what's truly in and out of your control because there's a lot of distress that comes from focusing on things that are out of our control. And it's another one of those cases where it can become crushing and debilitating because you get to this point where you say, okay, well, um, I have all of these things going on in my head and I have this huge mountain of stress and I don't know how to get past it. And if you really stop and look at it and you break it down, you'll realize that a lot of those things that are a part of that mountain are out of your control. And so then you worry about that so much that then it creates uh, this bigger mess out of something that doesn't need to be a big mess. So <clears throat> instead, what I've found is that if and, and other people that I've worked with as well have found that when you focus more on things that are in your control, things seem a lot more manageable. And, and it, it turns out that they are more manageable because it gives you something to do and it cuts out on some of those contributing factors to that stress. So an example of things that are out of your control are like the weather. I mean, unless you've created some sort of um, device that I don't know about and, and that I guess most, most popular culture doesn't know about, um, you don't have control over the weather. You do have control over how you respond to the weather. So you can decide if you know that it's raining outside, you can wear a rain jacket. You can decide not to wear a rain jacket. You can bring an umbrella with you. You can not bring an umbrella with you, but those are things that are in your control. If you worry about the fact that it's raining, then you're worrying about something that's completely out of your control because you don't have a device to control the weather. 
Instead, if you focus on how do I respond to this thing that's out of my control, then you're taking things back into your hands. And once you've taken care of your end of things, I think that a lot of the times it's super common that you'll find a lot of peace out of that because I, at least I know that I've found this personally and a lot of the people that I know and work with have found the same where when you've taken care of your end of things and you're truly, and you've truly taken care of your end of things, like not a, I've given it the old college try, like not when it's that, but you've actually given it a genuine solid effort. It completely changes things because then you're saying, okay, well, I've done everything I can. It's out of my hands. There's no sense in me worrying about it anymore because it's out of my hands. Um, all I'm going to do is create more stress for myself over something that I can't do anything about. And, and that in itself is incredibly stressful. And like, I know, and I'm, I'm completely guilty of this. I've done that. So I've, I've worried about things that are completely out of my control because it's something that I care about but it doesn't change the fact that it's still out of my control and there's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing I can do to influence it. So it's just going to be there no matter what. So if I can't let it go, then that means that there's still something on my end that I need to do to feel like I have some modicum of control over it. Um, and again, there's, there's all kinds of different things that'll come up that are like, well, that's truly and completely out of my control. Um, again, the weather, you know, a meteor crashing into earth and killing all of us, like, things that are completely out of our control. Um, and then, of course, there's always the blame game, too, of the, okay, well, I, I wish I would have known that uh, me eating that would have caused the fact that I'm going to get this rare disease. Or I, I wish that I would have known that um, had I not stepped outside that day, I wouldn't have been hit by that car. Um, those are all things that are um, completely viable and... Uh, completely understandable to worry about and to feel bad about but ultimately it doesn't change the fact that it happened and it's out of your control at this point however what you can do is change how you respond to that situation and and you can say okay well am i going to let this rule over my life or am i going to do something to take control over it to the point where i can feel comfortable again and i can feel like i can live my life again um so I think that's something to consider with this is that, you know, what, what is in my control and what is out of my control, because ultimately things that are out of my control, I have no influence over. And it's, if it's going to be on my mind, it's probably going to create more worry or depression or whatever negative feeling you don't want to have happen. Um, so yeah, so there's that. So I'm gonna get a drink of water real quick and then we'll keep going. So, <clears throat> so something else to consider with all of this, and again, this is just kind of um, basic down-to-earth things that, again, aren't simple, but are essential, um, because it's kind of the building blocks for what we'll be doing. So, I think one of the things that's really important, and it's um, something that I've heard several people reiterate over and over and over again, is... Um, is focusing on yourself when something goes wrong. So again, you know, it, it kind of goes back to this, what's in my control, what's out of my control piece, because essentially 
if you want to go into the blame game and you want to go into, well, it's your fault that this happened or it's your fault that that happened or it's, um, you know, it's, it's this thing's fault that's out of my control that this happened, um, then essentially that's all you're going to get is you're going to get more blame, more um, self-doubt, more, more everything. So instead, if you look at yourself and you look at your end of things and you say, okay, well, what was my piece of this? What did I do to contribute to this situation? I think a lot of the times you'll find that a lot of the negative feelings that come with all of that stuff turn into something constructive and turn into something that's a learning experience instead of this just completely shitty situation. So an example of that could be like if you get into a disagreement with a loved one. So you get into that disagreement and you say, okay, well, it's their fault because they uh, they poked me, they prodded me, they pushed my buttons, they knew what was going to get to me, they knew X, Y, and Z. And that may be true. That may be 100% true. But if you look at your end of things and you say, okay, well, you know, did I do anything to contribute to this? Did I do something that made this worse for me? Did I do something that's uh, contributing to my own distress? Then you have control over that and you can change that either then or in the future. And then all of a sudden you find, you know, maybe, um, maybe in the future I'm not going to do that. So then I won't have to worry about the situation again or, um, you know, something along those lines. And again, this isn't stuff that's going to work for everybody. But if instead of going to immediately blaming other people and saying, okay, well, this is on you, this is your fault, um, and not looking at yourself at all, then a lot of the times you're going to run into situations where people either don't want to engage with you or it continues to fight longer than it should or whatever. Um, instead of coming to a point where you can say, okay, well, let's, let's figure this out together. I'm willing to look at my end. You know, is there something that you could do to help me make this better? Um, and again, you know, we'll get into stuff more specific later because we can get into relationships and relationship issues and, and all that stuff. Um, but just something to consider with all of this is, is what's my end of things? What's in my control? What am I doing? What are my thoughts? What are my language? What are my actions? What are things that I'm doing to contribute to what's going on? Um, because when that happens, as uncomfortable and sometimes very sucky as it is, you take that control back and then you take your peace of mind into your hands, um, which is which is really good in my opinion. Um, something else that I do that I think is really helpful is, <clears throat> especially when things get overwhelming, is boiling things down to like their essential themes or components. Um, so not to say that things aren't complex because they definitely are. Um, there are endless... Uh, possibilities and opportunities for things to change and uh, vary and and all of that and all of that and if you boil things down to their basic essence I think it makes it more manageable because then it's not this uh, ominous looming thing sitting in your life and saying okay well um, I have no control over that because it's just too complex or it's, or there's too many things going on so an example of that could be like, okay, well, I've got um, 
this car wreck going on and I have to deal with this car wreck and I have to deal with the insurance companies. I have to deal with the other person. I don't know how they're going to respond to what's going on. I don't know how I'm going to handle this. I don't know what this means for my financial situation. I don't know, you know, any of this stuff. And so in essence, when you boil that down to its most basic components, you're worried about finances, you're worried about relationships, you're worried about all these different things, which then uh, translates to anxiety. And so then when you become anxious and when you have um, this anxiety crop up, then that makes a lot of other things less manageable. And then everything seems overwhelming because you're already, you are, your anxiety level out of a 10 is already at a seven. So then when something else small comes along, it, your anxiety goes up to a nine when it would normally just be a two. So things become overwhelming and you're like, oh God, you know, there's just all this stuff going on. When, if you boil it down and you say, okay, well, I'm anxious about this and I realize that I'm anxious about this and I know that I'm anxious because I noticed these things that are going on, then you can say, okay, well, what do I do to need, what do I need to do to make myself less anxious? What do I need to do to bring myself back down a little bit so that all these other things that wouldn't normally be overwhelming me become less overwhelming and become a lot more manageable where I can break things down and deal with it. Because essentially that's, that's the only way to really get, get true progress out of things. So breaking things down into their, into smaller steps or their most essential components then gives things a lot, uh, makes things a lot more manageable and reasonable. Um, and another way that I kind of frame this is like movie themes. So if you think of like a movie, uh, synopsis, if you can turn that situation into a synopsis and you can say, okay, well, what, what are the most basic themes that are there for all of these things that are going on? Then you can say, okay, well this, um, I noticed that this is a specific thing that keeps coming up in, in, in every part of this situation. So how can I help address that thing that keeps coming up? Because then it takes care of all of those situations that involve that instead of just this, um, this each thing is its own complex um, Rubik's cube of a thing. Um, so yeah. So I think another thing to consider with all of this is, uh, and this is completely unrelated, this is a completely new topic now, but re uh, return on investment. So um, I'm going to take a drink and then we'll get into that. So return on investment is something that you hear a lot in the business world. And again, I've been listening to a lot of business-oriented podcasts, so that's where this is coming from. But essentially, return on investment, I think, can be applied to social situations and uh, can help account for a lot of uh, distress and difficulties that wouldn't normally be present uh, and, and can kind of help um, manage relationships in a, in a much more effective way. So... <clears throat> An example of this is saying, okay, well, you know, I, um, and I'll just use percentages just because I think it's easier to kind of get a picture of that because I can't necessarily uh, draw you all a nice graphic and, and break things down for you because I'm not doing a PowerPoint. But so if you think of uh, a zero to 100% uh, scale where you have 
excuse me, where you have, um, you know, that's how much effort you're putting into things. And then that's how much investment you, you get in return. So a hundred percent means like the most investment or the most return possible. So let's say that you have a friend that you truly value and that you decide you're going to put a lot of effort into, um, maybe not the maximum amount of effort possible because they're not, uh, in like your innermost circle of trust but they're a, um, they're definitely high up. So we'll say they're like uh, a 60% investment um, person in your life. If you are getting back 30% of effort from them and that's your return on the investment, then you're losing, <clears throat> excuse me, you're losing 50% of your investment. And that's a lot of energy and time. And, you know, there are definitely less extreme examples. But if you think of that and then you find yourself wondering, okay, well, why, why is it that this particular person bothers me so much? Like, I want to be their friend and I want to do this, this thing with them, but I, I find it to be so frustrating uh, being their friend that I can't stand it anymore. Then then you look at that, that ROI, that return on investment and you say, okay, well I'm putting in 80% and what I'm getting back is more of like what I would consider to be a 20% um, or 30%. Well, then that says, okay, either I'm going to continue to do this and then, and lose investment, which then will create a lot of negative feelings and resentment and um, you know, sadness, whatever, whatever emotion may come up that's, that's not desirable, then, then you have the opportunity to change things around for you and to say, okay, well, um, either I need to change my expectations of them or I need to change my end of things and what I'm doing or both. So instead of reaching out to them six times a day and trying to get them to do something. Instead, you may shift some of that time that you would normally spend doing that to somebody else on which you're getting a better return. So you'd say, okay, well, <clears throat> you know, this person's actually been a lot more involved and invested with me. So I'm going to take that 50% and I'm going to shift it to this person. And now my, my investment is, down to 30% and my return is 30%. So I'm satisfied. Um, and, and so then that creates a lot less pressure that creates a lot less distress and it doesn't feel like you're suffocating them with expectations and they're not suffocating you with disappointment and uh, a lack of return for what you're getting. So, and I know that this sounds super like cold and clinical, but it's, it's a way that I found helps kind of break things down because then I'm like, okay, well, this is what I've been getting. This is what history shows. Um, this is what I want to happen, but apparently isn't happening for whatever reason. And so, you know, then the conversation becomes with myself, do I either need to have a conversation with this person about where they are and how they view things, or do I need to just change things and see how they respond? So it can be, okay, well, I'm not going to reach out to them as much. And instead I'm going to focus on this other thing 
that I would prefer my attention to go to. So, or am I going to have a conversation with them and say like, Hey, you know, I've, I've been reaching out to you. What's going on? What's, what's up? And that either increases their, their investment, which then is my return or I, um, or I, it lets me know that, that they are where they are and I need to adjust my end of things. So, yeah. So essentially those are, that's a lot of the more basic things um, that I think are, are things to consider with all of this, because again, you know, this, these are all things that are, that are, that are the basic building blocks for a lot of the other things that we'll talk about. And it's, it's something that, uh, can amplify difficulties. So these are things that I think, you know, when, uh, we feel like we're out of control and we feel like we're just kind of, um, we're sitting, uh, we're sitting behind the wheel, but somebody else is driving and, um, the world is just, just kind of taking things and saying, okay, well, this is what things are going to be. And I'm just, um, I'm a victim of circumstance. Um, it can, it can change a lot of that. So, <clears throat> so I think that's, um, that's kind of in a nutshell, the more basic things that we can talk about. So is there anything that, um, you all, and, and now I'm specifically addressing chat. So is there anything that you all feel I should address before we start to wrap things up? Um, because I think I'm, I'm kind of at the point where I'm good with the, um, with the introduction to the podcast and, um, what you all expect. Um, so while I'm waiting for them to respond and, and, and uh, waiting for uh, any subjects that they feel like may be valuable, if you have any questions or concerns or comments or any, anything at all relating to the podcast, uh, my email is available. So you can email me at A-R-E-N-T-U-F-U-N-N-Y-T-V at gmail.com. So that's aren't you funny TV at gmail.com tv is in like television um so any questions or comments feel free to reach out to me again you know if you email me and you're wanting me to be your therapist um i'll be happy to refer you to someone that would be more appropriate and if you're emailing me saying that you're really thinking about killing yourself um or, or something along those lines then i'll try to get you in touch with um, somebody that would be more appropriate, but that's not something that I'll specifically be addressing. Um, however, if there is a, a story you would like me to share or a, um, a specific a subject that you would like me to address or um, just any kind of feedback at all, I'm more than open to receiving any of the above. So feel free to send it and um, I'll be happy to have that conversation. So... I'm not seeing anything from chat, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this one up and look forward to seeing you all again soon, hopefully. Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I enjoyed making it because this is something that I'm super passionate about, and I try <laughs> I try to keep myself like focused and, and intentional, which is why I had some notes that I was referring to um, because I know that I could go on tangents about this forever. And, um, I also really look forward to having insight from guests on the podcast about things that, um, they found valuable or experiences that they've had that will, um, 
that will be valuable for you all. But um, I'd like to end with two things, one of which is to know that if you are struggling with something, please know that you are not alone and know that you matter and that you are valuable. And the fact that you've even considered listening to this um, means the world to me and uh, makes me already feel very connected with you um, because uh, sometimes life sucks and sometimes life gets really freaking hard and it takes a very brave person to reach out and say, okay, well, you know, there's something about my life that I would like to have be better. Um, so you are not alone in struggles because I can guarantee you that I know several people that have at least somewhat similar struggles and, um, and that's part of why I'm doing this. So hopefully, um, and this is the second piece, hopefully this podcast will have brought you some peace of mind and I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day or night. Peace.